Hello, everyone. This is Rob Farian with the Sage Executive Podcast, where top executives and business leaders share their Sage advice. Uh, my guest today, Elizabeth Cologne, is incredible. So I'm really excited for you to meet her and hear more from her. We asked six questions in about nine minutes because we find that the whys tend to speak in few words. So let's get right to it. Uh, Elizabeth, I know I wouldn't do it justice. So in a few sentences, would you mind introducing yourself, telling us who you are and what it is you do? Absolutely, Rob. So my name is Elizabeth Cologne, and I am the president and founder of Metafrost's Language and Culture Solutions based in Chicago, Illinois. And we offer businesses and government entities and schools or any organization in general who have a need to communicate with their clients because they don't speak English, access to highly qualified professional linguists to bridge the language gap. Amazing. I have to ask, how did you get started doing that? Personal story. Parents who did not speak any English. So growing up, I was their interpreter. And then I also have two sisters who are from the deaf community. So I experienced firsthand a lot of the inequities that they faced growing, you know, growing up, basically. Right, right. And I believe, I know you're um, currently the president of NABO. Would you mind calling that out as well and telling us a little bit more <laughs> about that? Absolutely. So NABO is the National Association of Women Business Owner. It's a national organization with chapters throughout the U.S. And I was elected as their first Latina president this year. And the mission of NABO is really to propel women business owner to, to the next level. It's about providing support and connections and listening to each other, right? Many times as women business owners, we can't talk to our spouses. So why not talk to other women who understand our challenges? Right. I love that. That's Thank awesome. You. Well, thanks so much for the intro. Um, moving to the second question, or I guess now our third, but that's okay. Uh, Elizabeth, what would you say is the best part about being the leader of your business, um, the current president of NABO? What do you get the most satisfaction out of being a leader? What I get out of being a leader, one, when it comes to my company or just providing support to other business owners is the potential and growth that I see within them when you get the opportunity to mentor them, right? To show them the possibilities and to lead the way for them. I consider myself a servant leader. I don't lead because I want something in return. I want to develop, right? The next generations of leaders. When it comes to my company, I believe that my leadership trait has really helped a lot of my employees who at one time in their life or not, didn't understand or see their own potential grow into that. And then unfortunately, they leave us because they find their passion for something. And I'm never upset, Rob. Right. I'm never upset. I'm just really happy that they, they flourish as a result of the mentoring, the leadership that I provided them with. Hey, that's, yeah, that's a sign of a solid organization, right? Is anytime people are poaching your people or they're moving on to bigger and better. Um, yeah, that that's exciting and good to hear kind of the nature of it. Right. Um, but that's, yes. awesome. <laughs> so we're, we're asking, um, executives as well about, so client acquisition and everyone kind of has their own ways about going, uh, um, about generating new business. So I'm just curious, uh, what it is you do uh, to help your business grow, support your employees, and and help your business thrive? Yes. It's a very interesting question. So three years ago, I rebranded my company. And I put a focus more on the human connection, right? 
I felt back then and very strongly today that the human connection is so relevant in building relationships and obtaining clients. So when COVID-19 hit and we all went to virtual stuff, right, we lost the human connection component. And what I'm finding right now with even my own clients and my prospects is that they're all seeking relationships. And I think that as executives and leaders, that when we are poaching for new clients, we really need to begin the relationship first, right? We need to connect with them, understand them, get to know them. And then that trust is built. And then they want to work with you, right? So we have to change the dynamics of how we used to do things because things are maybe a bit have slowed down, but I think our stress levels have increased so much because we're not connecting with people at the level that we're used to right? Yeah. There's no normalcy anymore. So hmm. I, I strongly believe right now that we, we have to take time to build relationships first before we then go to step two, which is trying to get their business and create them into clients. Right. right. So with the, with the way things have changed in 2020, what, what, what adjustments have you made to, to make those connections, right? With things being you know virtual, everything digital, are there any big adjustments or things that you've had success with um, to kind of adjust with the times? Yes. So when March, in March, we kind of went to shelter in place here in Illinois. Um, I basically lost like all my business overnight, right? It happened within 24 hours. And I realized that I wasn't the only one in this position that every organization, every entrepreneur was facing the same challenges. And instead of kind of dwelling on the fact that I wasn't going to have business for so many months, I decided to start picking up the phone and calling all my clients and basically checking in with them, Mm -hmm. seeing how they were doing, seeing how I can help them navigate these, these difficult times. Right. And the one thing that I found after that was that they were all appreciative of the fact that I called them not seeking business, but just really checking in on them. And then their commitment to me was, you know, when things get back to normal, I'm going to make sure that we continue working with you. Right. On that angle, it worked really great. Um, with new clients is really taking the time and listening to exactly what their needs are. So offline, we were talking about the frustration that are that people are facing right now, right, with going virtual and on Zoom. And we find that too with new clients because they expect us to oh, to have all the answers. Right. And we don't, and we're learning too. So as we are faced with some of these challenges ourselves and having these conversations, we're also taking notes of what's not going right. And then finding solutions for those for the next time when we have a similar situation, we can avoid them. So I think we need to start taking notes of things that are happening around us, right? And not just calling it a bad day, knowing, but knowing that we have to adapt and that's going to require us to kind of make notes for ourselves moving forward. Yeah, that's, that's a great point is we're kind of, we're in the middle of it, right? We're, we're every day writing the book and writing the manual on how how to handle this situation, right? And yeah, no, no, for me, you know, we're in we're in year five of our business, so still generally new, right? Yeah. Um, but it was kind of like, oh man, I was just getting the ropes of the the regular business functions, and now here you got this wrench thrown in. So right, that was uh, I was talking about it earlier actually with somebody about just expect the unexpected, right? Never <laughs> never get comfortable, never rest on your laurels because. At any moment, you know, things can change, whether in your control, out of your control, unexpected, expected. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great. Um, thank you for that. So sure. moving forward, I think this would this is a good segue. What piece of sage advice that you've gathered over time throughout your career, your experience, 
um, would you give to other individuals like yourself, business leaders and executives? Well, I would say now's the time. I mean, we, in 2020, it's been, you know, the pandemic, it's been the social unrest, it's been businesses going out of business. And as leaders and executives, I, I truly believe that we need to start having hard conversations within our organizations, right? If we are the leaders of our tribe, of our corporations and our businesses, you know, we truly need to lead by example. And I think that coming down to the level of all of our employees and having conversations that you would normally not have in the past Mm -hmm. and getting a feeling for how they're feeling with what's happening around us is a really good first step, right? We're hearing a lot about, you know, DNI, diversity and inclusion type of conversations about meeting numbers, but it really isn't about meeting numbers. It's really about creating a culture within your organization where everyone is heard, where everyone gets to contribute, right? Where we all grow together because we know we have different perspectives from different people. What does that do for our businesses, right? We increase profit share. We increase the market share. And so I think over, you know, for me right now, I think this is the conversations we need to have and not be uncomfortable with it. But I've also learned that over the years as leaders and my experience as an entrepreneur is that we also need to find a community that we can also lean on that can help us also navigate our own personal and professional challenges. Mm. We sometimes want to be Wonder Woman and maybe men want to be Superman. But I know by my experiences this, that we can't be all of it to everyone, right. Right? right? And we have to kind of take a step back and realize our limitations and where we need support and especially self-care. I think right. self-care today, if we're not doing that, I think we're going to run ourselves you know, ragged and we're going to wear ourselves out very quickly and very easily. Yeah. And these are things that we all have to be doing male and female executives. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great point, especially what you mentioned earlier too, with the lack of social interaction that is happening. I mean, even myself, I've realized like, Holy smokes, I haven't left the house in 72 straight hours and I've probably worked 50 of those, (laughs) of those (laughs) hours. Right. And that's, That's not one, it's not healthy. Two, it's not normal, right? It was mm-hmm. nothing that we were doing prior to this situation. So, and yeah, I think that that focus and that emphasis on, you know, taking that self-care and and saying, hey, I need to take this day or take even a couple hours, you know, to start there um, and yeah. address is, is very important. Um, yeah. And then the inclusion. Yeah, I think you're right. I think as leaders, that's part of what makes you a leader is the ability to address those conversations and those topics that a lot of people, for the most part, and eh, put it under the rug. I don't want to deal with it, right? But I mm-hmm. think our, yes. in our position, and I know you can relate with the size of the organizations you're leading, um, there's people from all walks of life that all have different problems, all have different challenges. And if we can just get a conversation going, that's going to help alleviate that stress buildup you've talked about. Because I think we all feel it. I know I yeah. have felt it over these last six months, just more stressed, you know, because things are different. The way we've it lived is. for however long have been completely flipped upside down. So oh yeah, those are great points. Those are great Thank points. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I so, thought I was dealing with it really well, but it's starting to get to me too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm in the same boat. But uh, so yeah. moving forward, obviously, we're trying to fill the pipeline with new great guests like yourself. Yeah. So now is kind of a shout out time. Um, I'd like to acknowledge uh, others that you see as great leaders, um, executives, 
and ones that you think would be uh, or make for great guests on this show and hopefully reach out and, and get them on the podcast for them to share their insights as well. So I would love to recommend and throw out a shout out to John Griffin, who's a dear friend of mine who I met in 2012. He owns AGB Investigative Services. Mm. So he has, um, he's a minority owned business with, he's probably, he's the only African American with these special credentials to actually work in the White House as security. Awesome. And he grew up in a neighborhood called Inglewood in Chicago, which is a very poverty stricken neighborhood with a lot of issues today. And he built a multi-million, if not $30 million company Wow! with his company and gives back. He actually now has a foundation. He has his building, which he built out like the, earlier this year, 20,000 square foot training facility in the heart of his neighborhood. And I think mm. he's someone that we should be speaking to as well, or not me, but you. <laughs> I'll bring you on too, if you want. I love it. <laughs> you would make a great host. I can already tell that. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that that's amazing. Um, and how do you how do you know him? How do you know John? So back in 2012, I participated in the first cohort of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business, wow. and he was in my cohort, and he had just gotten a contract with the White House, and then. While we were in class in Chicago, he was zooming in from the White House when President Obama was there. That's awesome. I mean, can't get any better than that. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. I bet he's got some good stories then. I bet he sure does. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, yeah, I love uh, I love that introduction after after the show. That would be amazing. And yeah, he sounds like somebody as right down that alley that that we need to be hearing from for sure. So I appreciate that, Elizabeth. I would definitely make the introduction. Cool. Uh, So to close, um, you've been an amazing guest. We like to just kind of keep it light and fun at the end. So after a win, whether personal win, business win, whatever kind of win that you want it to be, what is it you like to do to have some fun and to celebrate? Very typical. I love to go to a restaurant and eat a meal with a very beautiful presentation because I I see that. that presentation with a lot of heart and a lot of thought in putting that presentation that played out to me. And that's the same kind of thought, right? And work that I put into a win. I like to have that nice meal with a glass of wine and a fabulous dessert, probably chocolate cake. <laughs> simple, but I love it. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot then. What's the restaurant? And pr- how about what's the restaurant in Chicago? So then I can go there. And then to what, what kind of wine are we drinking? I am a fan of Cooper's Hawk. I don't okay. know if they have them in Chicago, but it was starting here in Illinois. They have 10, 12 locations. They make their own wine. And I have to say that's my favorite restaurant because I'm a member, so I get two special bottles a month. Oh, there you and, go. <laughs> yeah. And okay. the food is great. That's where I go. I'm checking it out. Definitely. Check it out. Definitely check it out. <laughs> well, Elizabeth, um, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Uh, how can people find out more about you, more about your organizations and your business? Well, if they go to LinkedIn, I'm under Elizabeth Colon Rivera, but my company is Metafossil's Language and Coaches Solutions. A little bit challenging to find, but just type in my name and I'll pop up in the Google search. Yeah, we'll be sure to get those uh, links links uh, set in the blog post and everything else. And then Nabo uh, website for them? It's nabochicago.org or if you're not in Chicago, nabo.org. Perfect. Yeah, we'll be sure to get those links uh, yeah. set up. Uh, Thanks so much, Elizabeth. And to everyone out there listening again, my name is Rob Farian with the Sage Executive Podcast. For more insights and to check out more episodes of the show, visit us at Flying V Group. 
com backslash podcast. Elizabeth, thanks so much again. I really appreciate you being on. I appreciate you too, Rob. Thank you so much. Oh, 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 oh